welcome to Twintopia, the podcast about all things twins. I'm Julie. And I'm Katie. And we are identical twins. Well, hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. I'm going to drink my coffee while we talk. I hope that's Oh, okay. I should have a second cup of coffee or in my case, fourth cup of coffee. Okay, I, this is my second cup. I limit I myself. My I limit myself to three, which I know sounds like a lot, but they're not real coffee. They're espressos. Well, that's worse, isn't they're, it? No, because a lot of people have doubles. I just get a single, mm-hmm. single, single shot of espresso with you know, it's a really a cappuccino with foam milk. You know, however but you want to justify it. In Ooh. two sips, it's gone. So I have to keep making more, which goes through a lot of the coffee pods. Yeah. Sounds expensive. I should just make myself a regular cup of coffee with creamer. Yeah, I just got back from the gym. Good job. I know. It's my summer of no excuses. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Okay, so I have a game for you. Okay. So I did this with Joe and Jess. And obviously with them, I made up the questions and then had them write down their answers, kind of like the newlywed game. But for you, I'm just going to ask you the questions about our childhood. And one of them goes in, one of the questions goes into early adulthood, but just because we're twins and we had a very shared childhood and youth, um, I'm just curious of if we remember things the same. Okay. So I thought it'd be fun to ask you some questions um, most of which I know the answers to, but one of them I don't know. So. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What was the radio show that we always listened to in the mornings when we first got our clock radios? Paul and Phil. Yay. Yep. You know, um, Paul goes to our church. He does. He used to go Paul to our Robbins. church when you and I went to, um, Valley Springs. But his voice is so familiar to me because I want to say we got those clock radios when you're like fifth or sixth grade. Like I had been listening to his show like most of my childhood and I knew his voice so well. I felt like I knew him. To me, he was a huge celebrity more so than like, you know, the 49ers used to train in Rockland and I could care less about them. I didn't know who any of them were. But to me, Paul Robbins was a huge star and I got so starstruck that I couldn't like bring myself like you have to shake hands during the greeting moment you know during church Mm -hmm. but I would never tell him who that I knew who he was or like I was just so embarrassed I was just too starstruck that's so funny he is well he is a local celebrity like anyone listening to our podcast unless they're from yes sorry we're talking about a local radio show that was really popular like most of our childhood. So um, my next question is, what mean prank did Christine, our friend and neighbor growing up, and I play on you when we were little? Okay, this was not nice, you guys. Um, and, you know, it's so funny because I was just watching this thing on Facebook, the Ashton Kutcher, the punk thing. He did a prank very similar to this. So your prank was that there was a boy living in the sewer mm-hmm. and there was a drain right in the sidewalk, right between our two houses. And you were like, there's a boy. We saw him. We talked to him. We're throwing him food and stuff. And you were like convincing me that there was really a boy down in there in the sewer and that we needed to bring him food or something. Like well, we that. got the idea because we were walking down by the Creek and we found this huge pipe that opened out into the Creek like mm-hmm. huge, like you could stand up in it and not bump your head, you know, 
I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My husband's a civil engineer. I should know what those pipes are called, but it's like it's the sewer drainage pipe, the sewer pipe, right? Like, the but drainage. they're but they make not huge sewer. It's not sewer. It's rainwater. Rainwater it's runoff. Okay. Anyway, I don't know about these things, but it's big enough to walk in. And yeah. so we thought, would oh my gosh, you could like. I wonder if anyone ever has gone in there. And then yeah. I don't know why we just came up with this elaborate prank to tell you that there was that we met a boy that was living there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you convinced me that we need to like look after him, or something. and that he needed food. And I think we told you like you should like like t- yell to him through the drain in the street, and you know in the gutter. And I, didn't we tell you to like give him carrots and stuff? Like I don't know, drop food down there. We went. It, it was a long prank. Like I want to say it went on a whole summer. Yeah. So th- they did a similar thing on. So you guys were ahead of your time because <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, he he made this prank where this mom and daughter were like freaking out right outside the restaurant that he knew his girlfriend was going to be walking past right there. Mm -hmm. And they were, they were looking down in the same thing in the gutter and into the drain. And they were saying in Russian that they had lost, she had lost her dog, her little dog down in the, in the drain. And the little girl was saying this and he knew his girlfriend speaks Russian because she's from the Ukraine. And, um, so she was trying to help them because they were freaking out and talk and nobody around them could understand them because they were speaking in Russian. And so he knew that she would get involved if somebody needed help translating, you know? Yeah. So there she's helping them find this dog. And then at some point they say in Russian, it's a toy. And here they thought they were looking for a real dog and they were calling its name and stuff. Oh my gosh. And then she's getting so mad that they were going to all this trouble for like a stuffed toy. So So was he dating her at that time or just friends because he'd been on that 70s show with her? I think it's while they were dating. I don't know. Because they're married now with kids. But Are um, they? Well, maybe they were already married. Anyway, he knew that she'd help out. So she was trying to help. (laughs) That's funny. It reminded you of a... the prank we played on you no but just now when you said it i was like oh my gosh that's the same almost the same prank (laughs) yeah that's funny okay my third question is what was the name of um your first cabbage patch doll and what was mine mine was diana may and yours was wait yours had the same letter for the Mm -hmm. First yep. and middle names like Melissa Molly or something. yes, Melissa Molly. Okay, so I did yeah, not. Yours remember. was blonde and mine had brown hair. Yeah, mine and had I... short hair and yours had ponytails, which I was so jealous of because mine you couldn't do anything with it. It was just to the head curly. So for our listeners who are younger than us, you would not understand this, but there was a craze for these Cabbage Patch dolls. Like actually, when we got ours, they there was no run on them because we wanted them when we first saw the commercial. And we were like in fifth grade. And then by the time we were in sixth grade, you couldn't get a Cabbage Patch doll to save your life. Like unless your mom stood in line, especially before Christmas, which she did when the preemies came out, there was a run on them and you couldn't get them. And she stood in this like out several yeah, hours. No, right? that's not what happened. What happened was she knew a person that worked at Toys R Us and she got a call early one morning that they got a shipment in and that if she comes to the back door of toys r us she could buy a doll right there oh i thought she had to wait in line it was very much like a drug deal 
Like yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Like we weren't supposed to be doing this because you got a birth certificate and they gave you some horrible name. Like, I don't remember what my doll was originally named, but it was awful. I hated it. And so, but you could mail in, you could write in a name and change your doll's name and they would send you back a new birth certificate with the name that you chose. So I made up the name Melissa Molly. Mine came with Diana May and I kept it. Yeah, yours was, was good. Mine was terrible. Yours was something weird. Yeah. And then my preemie was Clover Casey. I remember that. And so I just kept that one because I don't remember my decent name. I don't remember my preemie's name, but it was a huge, huge phenomenon. So then everybody ended up getting them. Yeah. So then I was sorry that I had not asked for a Cabbage Patch doll when I went back to school and everyone had one and I was so left out. And then all of a sudden I didn't think they were ugly anymore. And I, I was dying to have my own. And that's when my, and you couldn't get them. You could not get them. Yeah. Like the people that thought ahead and got them way before Christmas were fine. So you're but saying then, that you didn't like the way yours looked, but it was the all you could get? No, no. What I was saying is I didn't want a Cabbage Patch doll before Christmas. And no, I thought I they were, I thought they were ugly. And, but you um, just said you were jealous of my, my, my Cabbage yes, Patch yes. but the I was looked, It was just like, you got what you got. They were all yeah. different, like a box of chocolates. Like yes. you just got whatever you got. And to get one in the back of the Toys R Us store. So it was probably several months after Christmas but by then I was the only girl in school that I knew that did not have a Cabbage Patch doll so when my mom had the friend that worked at Toys R Us I was like woohoo I have to get a doll and I remember driving home from Toys R Us and it's dark out still because that's how early in the morning it was I was driving home or maybe it was the night before they maybe it was after work anyway it was dark and we had done this like covert little thing and we were driving home in the dark and I'm looking at my, at my Diana May that I'd already taken out of the box and totally inspected her. And I was like, I love her so much, mom. I never loved anything so much. Like <laughs> I felt like I had given birth to a baby and this was my child. And this I is was... the craze that they put in, in our heads because you couldn't get them. Suddenly they were so valuable to everybody. So valuable. But it was seriously, it was like I had a, my first baby. That's so funny. I had forgotten your Cabbage Patch dolls. Name. Well, you have a better memory than me. Julie, this is this the kind of information is holding up space where real valuable information ought to be in your so, brain. Yeah, it's it's taking up space that has no business taking up space because <laughs> I can't remember important things. But I love it that you remember so many details of our childhood because you keep the childhood alive for me because I've forgotten most of it. So that's why this yeah. game is interesting to me to see how much you remember. But I'm only asking you things that I remember. So it'd be it would be really cool if next time you come up with the list of questions for me, because you probably remember so much more that I have forgotten already. So that would yeah. be kind of a fun I'll game. I'll probably beat you in that game. Well, you'll beat me, but you'll come up with questions about scenarios that I've probably long forgotten. So it'd be kind of fun. Okay. To hear what questions you come up with. Okay. So um, what, oh, sorry, number four, when it was your turn to have a solo night out with mom and dad, where did you go for dinner? So for our listeners, our parents, probably because we were twins, thought it would be important to get to know us individually and have a night out with each of us. So they picked one night where they'd get a babysitter and leave the other two kids home because we had a brother and just take one kid out to dinner. It and wasn't just because we were twins. We had a brother, too. I mean, No, I was- know. But I feel like that's why they did it, because I feel like they thought like they aren't, at least for you and I, giving us individual attention. That's true. So they did it for each, all three of us, but I think that's why they did it is because 
they kind of lumped us together so much. And so when it, we got to pick which restaurant we went to, and I was wondering if you remembered the name of the restaurant that you chose to go to. Absolutely. It was Marie Callender's. I was all about the dessert. I wanted that pumpkin pie for dessert. Yeah. I remember that you went to Marie Callender's, and I, I can't remember the name of the place I went to. It was like a TGA Friday's, but it, it doesn't exist anymore, but I can't remember the name of it. Maybe it was like a Caro's or something. It, I, it'll come to me at some point, but it was like a TGA Fridays, but people dressed up in costume, not in like, you know how TGA and Fridays, they wear stripes and like crazy like that. This, mm-hmm. they actually dressed up in characters like it was Halloween. It was really cool. I just can't remember the name of it. Man, I should have picked that place. That it was like a lot more fun. It was so much fun. Like your waiter would be dressed like little Bo Peep or something, you know? Oh my gosh, I picked the wrong place. It was, I want to really, go to that restaurant. It was really fun. Well, I tried to go to a restaurant like that with Ava in New York City last summer. Closed, and it's like the Starlight mm-hmm. Cafe, I think it's called, where the out-of-work Broadway, you know, between between jobs Broadway performers were your waiters and waitresses. Mm-hmm. And they would jump up on the tables and, like, sing Broadway tunes, and you could make requests. So I had us a reservation and everything that I got online. And we get there and it's closed down until further notice. Like there was like a sign in the window and everything. And I was like, they need to update their website because it allowed me to make a reservation. And I yeah. even put in some song requests yeah. to the reservation. And I was so disappointed because it was her birthday. It was her 15th birthday that night. And I was so excited that, you know, cause she loves musicals and stuff mm-hmm. that she would just adore this kind of a dinner. So we ended up in Times Square and we ate at the Olive Garden, which mm-hmm. we could have done back home. Yes. So, but she was fine about it. It was more me that was disappointed. I know. You don't want to go all that way and then go to the Olive Garden. Yeah. Um, okay. So do you remember the name of our favorite babysitter? I believe she was our very first babysitter when we still lived in Rosemont. Oh my gosh. Okay. I might not know. I think her name was Stephanie or something that started with an S. Nope. It was Cecilia and we called her Cece. Okay, it started with the S sound. Yes, Cecilia. But no. Was, was she were... the one that brought the clown Sundays? Yes. Okay, she was awesome. And we called I her know. Cece because she thought we couldn't pronounce Cecilia. Oh. Well, see, that's one that you knew. Good job. Thank you. Okay, do you remember why? And this is something that happened to me, and we were in different kindergarten classes, so I don't know if you're going to know this, but I just thought maybe you would remember the story. Do you remember why Christy Howard's mom, who was volunteering in my classroom that day, had to bring me home from school when when um, you and I were both in kindergarten? I know, but do you really want our listeners to hear this story? I'm not embarrassed. I was in kindergarten. You peed your pants. Yep, I peed my pants at school. You ruined your clothes, and you went to Christy Howard's house, and then... Again, I was jealous of you because when you came home from school <laughs> that day, first of all, you were wearing Christy Howard's clothes, yeah. which was kind of a novel thing to wear someone else's clothes. Yeah. And, and she had really beautiful clothes. So I don't know what you were wearing, but it was something cooler than what we wore. And then also you got to go to her house with her mother and she wasn't even with you guys. It Christy was, was not with us. Her mother took yeah. us back. So took you me had back. a little field trip that I, I had a little on. field trip in the middle of the day back to Christy's house without Christy there. And I got to pick out some of Christy's clothes to wear. (laughs) I know. I'm like, man, I should have peed my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you, let's see. What's my next question? I'm sorry. I'm not wearing my glasses. Okay. Uh, What fast food did we eat with Monica in the tree in her backyard? It was Carl's Jr. Because we had coupons for getting good grades at school. They gave us these like free hamburger, free Carl's Jr. star 
Burgers or something. They were oh. famous star. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Star Burgers. So first of all, we didn't eat fast food very often. And second of all, it was free. And third of all, it was huge. We were like huge. the skinniest little girls. And we those would- Carl's Jr. hamburgers, the Star Burgers were gigantic. Yeah, the famous Star Burgers was like a Whopper, but like bigger. And um, just like very, like those commercials they made later where like it's getting, the juice is dripping everywhere and getting all over the place. They're messy. It was, it was like that. And we were eating them in her tree in her backyard and we just thought we were the stuff. We had Carl's Jr. Burgers. Yeah. And they were these. Well, sweet- now that makes sense because I was thinking, gosh, that doesn't sound like our parents to buy us Carl's Jr. hamburgers. Mm-hmm. We got them for free because we were smarty pants and okay. we were throwing out the things we didn't want. Like from the, the tree, we were throwing off the onions or pickles <laughs> or whatever we didn't want. We were throwing into the because it was down by the creek, and that was probably not a good idea. But we did it anyway. I just remember being so excited to sit in her tree and eat food up there, <laughs> eat fast food. Yeah, it was a big okay. deal. That was a good memory. Okay, uh, this is another thing that's a gross story that happened to me, but you were there. What did Christine's Siamese cat do to me one of the oh, we were she, at the Grass Valley. Okay, she minged you. And yep. Ming Ming was the name of the cat because it was a Siamese cat. Yeah. That was the the um breed mm-hmm. of it. And um it would have diarrhea all the time. Like I, there was something wrong with that cat. It needed to go to the vet. She but, made um, us carry her cats back because we wanted to bring them in for the night or something like that. And yeah, so I something. had to carry her cat and I'm holding her cat and I think you had one of her other cats. Yeah. And we were bringing it back Okay. And so she had like 40 acres of land at her Grass Valley summer home. And we Mm -hmm. we would go there every year and stay there for like a week. And we'd be just running wild through her 40 acres all day. And then when it was time to come in, I think we had to bring the cats with us. And so I, I, you and I weren't used to cats. In fact, cats don't really seem to like me and maybe it's just the cat's personality that maybe they don't like anybody but I just remember this cat really wanted to get away from me and I had to hold it really tight to my chest to keep to keep it from like squirming out of my arms and then suddenly I felt something hot and I looked down and it had like pooped all down the front of me I was so grossed out and Christine just started laughing hysterically and then the rest of the week she kept saying Julie got minged Julie got minged (laughs) yeah that was funny so, anyway, lovely. We're having a podcast about diarrhea. I'm so hope nobody is eating pee and poop. Listening. Pee and poop is what pee we're talking poop about. Poop is the theme of the day. Yes. Okay, Katie. Next question. Yeah. And there's only two more questions. What did our friend Rachel say and do to the wedding planner right oh before gosh. she walked down the aisle? So now you're telling stories about our friends. That's not nice, Rachel. No, I'm sorry. It's, it's hilarious. But she might not want this story told. Okay. Well, you don't have to answer, but you remember what happened, right? It was hilarious, but Uh, we could just tell it. It's fine. Okay. Well, she wanted to slap her. (laughs) This woman, we have to give some background to defend her. This woman was horrible to our friend Rachel because she was getting married in the Catholic church and the lady worked for the church and was furious. She was the wedding coordinator for she, the church. It's like she came as cathedral. It wasn't just any church. in downtown Sacramento. And you yeah. had to be somebody out of the wet groom or bride had to be Catholic in order to get married there. But Rachel was not Catholic, but her husband's, her new husband's family was Catholic. So they he were allowed, Catholic. they were allowed is Catholic. It was, you know, they, they allowed her to get, 
uh, married there, but she had to take classes. But the wedding planner was not happy about the fact that Rachel was getting married there and she was not Catholic. And she had she would had it in for Rachel. Okay. Well, actually, a lot of people are mean to Rachel because she's so beautiful. Yes. Like I've I've witnessed this many times. It's true. Like I Mm -hmm. think it has a lot to do with her beauty. They're just instantly instantly jealous and mean to her. Like and mean to her. I've seen waiters be mean to her. Yes. She does not deserve it. She's the nicest. But anyway, yeah. she had had it up to here because like right before she walked down the aisle, this wedding coordinator said, oh, you, your photographer cannot be here. They're not allowed to take any pictures in the sanctuary, which was news to Rachel. This was not told to them before. Before it was like, it's fine. Everything's fine. And then right before she's supposed to walk down the aisle, she's told the photographer's not allowed in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she made this noise and she she went up to the lady like she was going to slap her but she didn't she just made that noise and then turned around did an about face and ran off and i think no she's you missed part crying. of it she did well, make- i wasn't there you were there i was down at, i was going to read a poem oh. and so i wasn't out there this is just secondhand news she took her up. index finger and she just kind of like pointed in her face but she got uh, right up in her face and she was gonna I don't know what she wanted to do but she stopped herself and she just kind of pointed in her face and went mm, and then turned around <laughs> and and I think she was crying right yeah and Wasn't then I, she walking down the aisle she was still visibly I, crying I think so I think I she, mean, she had the veil probably over her face so maybe some people but a lot know. of bad things had been happening right before that because they made her get ready in this room that you had to go outside the church the cathedral yep, I remember around that. a city block and go in this tiny little door in a basement with halogen lighting like it was not good lighting to get ready and it was rainy. It started raining. It was raining. a Sunday school room. And I think that lady put us there yeah. to get ready on purpose. Knowing on purpose. that it would ruin her dress. And, and it started ruin her raining. hair. It started raining. She'd had her hair done. And we're in that room. And it's raining. And we have one umbrella. And that's it. And we're trying to shield her from the rain with the um, one umbrella to go to all get the, her up around the- a city block in the rain. It's dripping like the rain's getting her dress yeah. soaking wet. Her hair's going flat. You know, she's just so upset because all are, of this was, they were treating her like garbage. Like, they were, I really think that's not, wasn't the bride's yeah. room. And then you, when you get into the um, foyer of the church, guests are still coming in and there was nowhere for her to hide because people aren't supposed to see the bride before she comes down, but there was nowhere to put her and people were still coming in and we got there too early and there's no place, like there was no little room that they would let her go into so that people wouldn't see her. And she but was I getting... think that's wrong. If she was a Catholic bride, I bet there's a beautiful bridal suite in that church. Where Maybe. Could just come and out. so she was having to hide behind a magazine stand and me and the other bridesmaids were trying to like shield her and like make a wall to block her from the people. And she was just, she was so upset. I think she was already crying because she's like, this is terrible. Everyone can see me. And it was just not the way you want to go down there. No, she had to start her walk down the aisle. I mean, what kind of horrible person does something mean to a bride right before she's about to get married? Like, that's That's, just hateful. That's despicable to be mean to the bride on Mm -hmm. her wedding day. Okay. So, my next. So, you know what, listeners? We will get permission from Rachel to before we um, let this go on our website. So, if you, I mean, our, our podcast. So, if you're listening to this story, it means we have gotten permission from her. So if we don't get permission, we will cut it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
what was our favorite song with Monica when we were in the seventh grade? And just a hint, this was before the Keep Me Hanging On song. This was our oh, very... I was going to say that. This was our very first favorite song with Monica. And I believe we did a dance to this song too. And I'm not sure if we just did it because we just like to make up dances or if it was a dance that we performed either at her church's talent show or because we had a church talent show at our church. She had one at her church. Then we did one at Sierra College. Like we've been in many talent shows with her. But sometimes, I, if I'm remembering right, we would just make up dance routines for the heck of it, even if we weren't performing it for anybody. Mm. And the only reason I remember this song is because I heard it in Safeway when I was grocery shopping the other day, and I had forgotten all about it. Was it a duet? No. Mm. I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't know, because Keep Me Hanging On is the only one I remember. And we had, the, like, the plaid pants. Okay. It was called Who's Johnny? No, okay. you have to pay for the rights to do that. Even if you're mm. just singing a song, you can't. I called... don't think what I do could ever be considered singing. So no, I might but, be off the hook. No, but I listened to the Office podcast, and if um, a character on the show even just hums a song, they have there's different levels of money that you have to pay. Whether you play the song, whether somebody else is singing the song, whether somebody is humming the song, so we can't sing even a portion of the song. Okay, wow. Well we can mention show. the title of it right we can mention the title of it but we cannot sing it so don't okay don't start singing it but I'll have to cut that part that i just okay singing. but do you remember the song yes of course i do and you did do you think we made a dance routine we to it? definitely made a dance routine to it <laughs> so that predates uh keep me hanging on i oh oh my gosh it just came back to me we did something really gross in that dance. We had like a lollipop or one of those oh. lick, a, lick a stick things. That's right. And we, as part of the <laughs> dance routine, she like had us each take a lick from the same lollipop. Like we didn't just pretend to, we actually did it. Oh, I like we were that part all too. sharing a lollipop, which I don't understand how that has anything to do with the song, but m- maybe it was in the music video and we were trying to copy them or something. But it was gross. Looking back, I'm like, why did we do that? We Nobody didn't think to anything see was gross because she was like our sister. I know. We didn't think it was gross, but I bet the audience did. Do you think that we performed this for in front of like her church talent show? We definitely did. And, and I think <laughs> our church talent show and I think our school had a talent show. Like wherever they would let us on stage. If there would it. be a talent show anywhere we were signing up for it and we were doing some sort of dance routine. Or, or we were lip syncing as we were dancing we talent shows were our most favorite thing in life it's like somebody said talent show and we're like what talent show and, and we we're like the first name on the list we didn't even have any talent like we were probably he did yeah he that's true she was a dancer dance. she was a dancer she was a dancer but i imagine that our little dance moves were silly and not very good because we were not like we, we weren't we, choreographers but you know what? No. She was a dancer. So I bet you. If, but she if was she, a ballet dancer. She wasn't. We None of us were trained in that kind of dance. Well, I bet you she did a good job. Anything that she choreographed, I bet was good. But anything mm-hmm. that maybe I would have choreographed was just silly and lame. But we had fun, didn't we? We had fun. All right. That concludes my how well do you remember our childhood? I remember game. everything except for who's Johnny. Okay. Or where's right. Johnny? And, C- and Cece's name. Who's Johnny? Who's, who's Johnny? Okay. Yeah. And if you oh, heard it, you'd, you'd remember name. That's it. right. Yeah. All right. So next time you come up with some questions. And if you can miss, wait, how many questions did you ask me? I had 10 questions for you. Okay. And I missed two. So if you can do better than eight, then you will beat me. Okay. 
but I doubt it because if you're going to come up with the questions, there's probably going to be scenarios that I don't remember. I don't know. You remembered a lot just to ask those questions. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Okay, Katie. Well, have Thank a good you. rest of your day. Okay. I have to go get more coffee. I'm way okay. behind you. Okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, bye. bye. Good. How are you? Good. Tired. We're doing chores over here because it's Saturday morning. Okay. Yeah. Um, my husband and son are installing a new seatbelt in uh, Andrew's car. That's exciting. Can't have a teenager driving around without a seatbelt that works. No, that's not okay. Yeah. So he's learning how to fix things. It's good. And his car when they break. So we have exciting news. The Zamarepa twins that we interviewed back during their college break, um, their Christmas break. They um, from the University inter- of Texas, right? Yeah, from the University of Texas where they've been playing tennis. Um, they interviewed with us and they were delightful. We had so much fun and we're so excited that we got to interview them. Be- they've just announced that now that what's cool is that they look so identical. I mean, their hair is the same length and they're beautiful and they're sweet. They're so, so sweet. Yeah, it's just going to be fun. Uh, don't you think they're just going to be on commercials and Wheaties boxes? <laughs> I just feel like it's oh, yeah. a clear vision of what's going to happen for them. Yeah, I think so. I think we got in before, just right before they went completely famous. I mean, they're already famous in your town, but yeah. I think that was really great that we got a chance to have them on our show because I, I think, know I think right now would be too late. Like they're too it, busy. They're going to be in Florida. They're going to well, be. They were almost too busy. <laughs> I know they had pulled over on the side of the road and were recording that episode from their car where their dad, I think their dad was driving. Like, yeah, they, they were, were driving. They were too busy to be they, on our show, but they luckily, really were. But that luckily, was... I think they're because, you know, the parents, I think yeah. that's that's why we got to have an interview with them. So we yeah. feel blessed that we got to yeah. have them they, on our show. They were really kind to work us in. But anyway, so that's exciting news. Um, and then I have other exciting news. I just you, Katie, but our listeners don't know. I called you yesterday all excited because guess what? Do you want to tell the listeners? We have our, what do we call it? Media clearance. Media clearance. For the Twin Days Festival in Twinsburg, Ohio in August. We're so yeah. excited because we feel so official that we're going to be having a badge. Like, we're going to have gonna... badges that say media on yeah. it. And we can, that allows us to take photos, videos, and do recordings of the other twins that we meet at the festival. And we've already met some of them. We met Arlene and D-Lane that we interviewed a couple weeks ago. Well, like going on a month now. Um, for our last episode, we're going to probably run into them there. Maybe we can meet up, plan to meet up with them. But we're going to meet, there's thousands of twins that go to this thing. It would be kind of cool if we interviewed specific kinds of twins. Like if we met the oldest, they'll be announcing the different types of twins here and like having contests and stuff. But wouldn't it be cool if we can interview the youngest and the oldest? Well, yeah. the youngest will be babies. So we yeah. won't get to interview them. But And then just whoever random twins we meet, it'll yeah. just be really fun to have media clearance and, and feel official and people will not be scared to talk to us. Because well, it's we just that official. we won't get in trouble 
for talking. We won't get in trouble, but like. For I'll, interviewing people. I don't know. I just, having the badge will make me feel so official. And I know. I'm so- other good news is that we ordered t-shirts and hats. So we will be wearing our own swag, our brand, um, during mm-hmm. the festival after the parade, of course, because the parade has a theme. And we're all going to be in jungle costume because the theme this year is welcome to, like the number two, the jungle, which mm-hmm. totally speaks to our generation. Our homecoming theme in high school was welcome to the jungle because it was yeah. like Guns and Roses was in its prime. Yeah, um, I'm just excited because I feel like there's going to be lots of episodes for our podcast that will come out of this because not only will we get the chance to interview twins tons of twins on all kinds of topics whatever we but then also just to cover our experience for our for our first time ever going to this twin festival that katie you've been talking about wanting to go for years since we were little we heard we i think we saw it on tv and i was like that is so cool but of course it's in ohio and we were raised in california so it was never even an option that we would go to that yeah, so it's going to be fun just to, like, talk about our experience, and we'll take video while we're there. We're going to take lots of pictures, and, you know, so we'll have all of this on our website and our social media account. So it'll it'll be fun just to cover our time there, you know, and all the yeah. things that we're going to see and do that we get to share with everybody. But um, not only that, but just to meet so many other twins. And yeah. when we're, we're going to be in the parade, so we can just pan around to all the other people that are in the parade with us. Yeah. And listeners, we are getting together our jungle costume, like as we speak. Yeah. So we're doing Jungle Boogie as our theme because we were born in the 70s and disco was a big part of our early childhood. But uh, my first record that I ever got was um, Cool in the cool. Gang. Cool in the Gang. I remember. And we or got maybe a was it a cassette tape? It might have been cassette tape. It was either a cassette tape or or a vinyl record. We didn't have CDs back then. Um, but we, yeah. we, I asked for tape. Christmas. I had listened at, I think it was Linda Draffin's house. Mm-hmm. She had the album of Donnie and Marie Disco. Had that album. And then I... No, and, it was pre-Christine Stanley. We were at the old house. Okay. And I think it was actually Sandra Cordova. Well, somebody yeah. had Donnie and Marie Disco. Yeah, it might have been Sandra. She was in love with Donnie. And I fell in love with the music and it was the first time I think I'd listened to disco music and I wanted that album for Christmas and Santa couldn't get it for me but I got Cool in the Gang instead and I ended up falling in love with Cool in the Gang I listened to that album so many times I have all I bet you I have the all the songs memorized to this day I bet you do too and we had the disco ball we had this plastic mm-hmm. plastic mm-hmm globe that had a light bulb in the middle and then around the light bulb was Mm -hmm. just like um like a cylinder Mm -hmm. that was all the colors and it hung from this little wire and you'd Mm -hmm. have to go re-spin the wire because it wasn't electric like that was that part wasn't automated you had to manually spin the color disc around the light Mm -hmm. bulb when it would slow down, you'd have to go retwist it again, like spin it like a top. And yeah. then the colors would go around the room and it was so exciting. And then when we were little, also the roller skating rinks all had what they called disco skate. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where they would play disco music. They would play would, BGs. We'd listen to yes. Stayin' Alive. And like, you would do disco roller skating. Like mm-hmm. you'd be dancing while skating. Jungle Boogie, but it's going to be a disco and a jungle theme combined. Yes. So we'll have to post pictures of our costume because we're kind of excited about it. 
We're excited. So now I'm really like anticipating our trip for the first time. I'm getting super excited about it. The point is because of your work schedule, because you will have already started work, you're working that Friday before. So we're taking the red eye late Friday night. (laughs) We'll get there right when with the time change, right when the basically right when the um, Saturday festivities are starting, we'll be there all day Saturday, all day Sunday and fly home Monday. So it's going to be a whirlwind trip, but it's going to be super fun. It is. It's too bad that there's not a festival on this coast, you know, that we have to travel so far to get there. We'll just have to put one on. We'll have to, we'll start one. That would be awesome because we need one. Like I bet you most of the people we meet there live somewhere on the East Coast. I bet, or the, I bet or you the, they do too. Or the Midwest. Like they at least live on that half of the country is yeah. what I'm thinking. Because I don't, I, we know a lot of twins in, in California and none of them have ever been to this yeah. festival. Like it's not They're... a thing that Californians do because it's so far away. Yeah, so it's going to be so great. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, have a good rest of your weekend. You too. Okay, bye.